everyone, and welcome back to the Rachel Unpack Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Medina. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Rachel Medina 101. I have also created a Facebook um, group called RM 101. Be sure to check that out if you want to join the conversation. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about how to get unstuck. Unstuck. We all get stuck. We all get stuck in various areas of our lives especially in our career, finances, you know, whatever it may be, relationships. Um, Just a quick note, if you are returning to the podcast and you came from season one and hearing all of the dialogue that I shared regarding marriage and divorce and relationships and dating, I have actually moved that conversation over to join my friend Delia in a podcast called You Deserve Fresh Lettuce. YDFL for short, be sure to check it out. If you want to be able to find it easily, just go to my Instagram at Rachel Medina 101 and click the link in bio and you will see a link to that show. Again, welcome back. So getting unstuck. Oh my gosh, it is such a big thing. I mean, it's probably the second thing that I get contacted about the most. Um, I get contacted about a lot of things from a lot of people that I would never expect, but um, and I'm very honored to to be that person that people go to um, for sure, which is why I'm even leaning into creating some courses and some coaching programs and things like that, because I really, really see a need in, <clears throat> in the market for people that just need these basics, right? Everybody's teaching everybody how to do the big, big things. But, you know, what about all the little things in between? And oftentimes, if we can't sort through those little things and we can't navigate through those little things, we can never get to the big things, period. And so getting unstuck is such a big thing. If you are able to get unstuck, even with one thing in in your day, high five yourself, if that's even a thing, um, because that is a really hard thing to do. It's a difficult thing to, to recognize that you need help getting unstuck and then also then taking the steps, um, to get yourself unstuck. So let me give you an example. If you have a lot of ideas, if you're a person that is filled with ideas, um, you are going to encounter lots of situations where you get stuck. Okay. If you're a person with a lot of opportunity, lots of opportunities, um, that you say yes to, I have a podcast from season one where I talk about you know, saying yes to things, um, learning to say yes to things and how your life will change when you just start saying yes. Your life will change when you start saying no as well. <laughs> and that's a whole other show. But um, but there is power in saying yes. But it's like, what do you do then once you say yes to all these things? I personally am a person who says yes to a lot of projects, a lot of opportunities at the same time. So I had to really master how to get unstuck. And so I'm going to paint a scenario here. If you are someone who wakes up, it's Monday, you're like, I am ready. I I know I have all of this opportunity. I'm starting this business. I'm starting this podcast. I'm starting maybe a book. I'm, I'm you know, whatever it is, spending more time with my kids. Like, I, you know, I'm working out. You have this ideal life that you're creating for yourself. But you sit at your desk in your home office or whatever and you just stare at your monitor and you are just like, I don't even know where to begin. You get like overwhelmed. Like, where do I start? Like, oh my gosh, you know, what, what programs do I need? Like, what, how do I write that feeling? 
if you've been there, you are hearing my voice going, I know exactly what she's talking about. And it's a little bit of paralysis by analysis, meaning you're thinking of so many things and then there's no action behind it because it's overwhelming. It's like, yeah, if you start here, but then you really need to get this done because you're on a crunch or maybe the bills are due and you really got to focus on like making your money first before you can go over here and start writing your book or whatever it may be, or starting your, you know, your bakery, you know, all these things, whatever your business is. And um, we've all been there. I think every, I don't think I've ever met an entrepreneur that was just starting out or a high level entrepreneur that didn't have that, that didn't have that on a regular basis at some point, um, especially in the beginning. So you are not alone. But the way you get unstuck is this. Uncertainty it's when you shift your mind, right, to understand uncertainty, sometimes fear, uh, being overwhelmed, those feelings, anxiety, whatever name you want to put on these feelings come from a lack of preparedness. As soon as you get prepared, everything flows. That energy, those ideas, all of that planning, it all has a place to go. It has a place to flow through. And when we're not prepared, there's blockades, there's pits, there's valleys, there's there's hurdles, um, mental blocks, um, discouragement, um, you know, all of those things. And then you can't move forward. It's crippling. And I, I even describe it like this for, I live in Southern California. We're definitely earthquake country here. And in 2020, there was all these rumblings, you know, people saying, oh my God, we're probably going to have a big earthquake. We're due for a big earthquake. It was all this talk because we were having these like little swarms. And I was feeling very anxious. I think on top of the fact that it was 2020 pandemic, we're locked down. I was feeling very, very anxious. Like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then I realized I was feeling anxious because I wasn't prepared. I didn't have a bunch of water stored up. I didn't have a bunch of canned foods. I didn't have a bunch of emergency supplies or just whatever supplies, you know, household supplies. I didn't have three months worth of stuff, you know, so that I didn't have to go to the store um, and like, you know, go into the Hunger Games with Susie Lou, you know, in the toilet paper aisle. I wasn't prepared. So what I did was I actually went over to the store, actually made a list and um, went to the store and I just started um, getting everything that I needed little by little because again, it's 2020, there was a lot of things that were missing, which was contributing to the fear and the anxiety about, oh my gosh, if on top of all this earthquake hits, what are we going to do? So I made sure that sometimes twice a week I was going to the store and buying a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, going on Amazon, ordering what I could. And I started becoming very prepared. Right now, today, I am incredibly prepared. I got to the point where I even bought, we got like a freezer for the garage where we can put like meats. And um, and so we're, we're, we're down to the last, the very last thing is like a generator. <clears throat> so now when people say, oh my God, we're due for an earthquake, whatever, I'm like, okay, because I also recognize that I can't worry about the things I can't control. So I don't actually worry about the earthquake itself because I can't control what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. But by being prepared to the best of my ability for an earthquake, I can live every day until that event happens with peace of mind. I have peace. I, I don't worry. It's not even in the back of my mind. So you got to 
find a way to do that with your tasks or with those things that are making you stuck, okay? So if we apply that earthquake principle, let's just say earthquake preparedness kit <laughs> principle to your daily tasks. So like you're sitting at your desk, what do I do? I'm overwhelmed. Oh my gosh. So first things first, if you have a lot of projects or you have a lot of things you need to accomplish or a lot of things in your life that you need to juggle, I highly, but your attention gets like broken up, whether it's little kids coming in going, mommy, mommy, or, you know, your dog is like, I, I need to walk now, <laughs> or it's just your own mind getting you overwhelmed. Go and look at your calendar. You can do this digitally. You can do this with a whiteboard. There's calendar whiteboards, you know, dry erase um, whiteboards that are already like a calendar printed out and you just plug in the dates. Um, you can do this with a notebook, a desk calendar, whatever you got to do, but make sure it's up and in your face or accessible on your phone, um, computer, whatever it may be. And I highly rec recommend that you create micro days, micro like tasks, micro, I call it micro days. Here's an example. You first you go overall and you decide what's Monday, what's Tuesday, what's Wednesday, what's Thursday, what's Friday. So Monday, because as an eminent, you might say Monday is money and marketing. So let's just say you have a business and maybe you're starting like, like us, you know, like a, a podcast channel. Well, we got to get the marketing out of the way. So, but every day you got to make money. So I highly recommend you designate Monday morning. Let's just say from 8 a.m. to noon, 9 a.m. to noon, whatever it may be till noon for money. So that in those three, four hours, you do nothing else. You don't take any other phone calls. You don't answer text messages. You don't go on Instagram. You don't do anything else that's not making you money. And you do that for three, four hours in the morning. And I say in the morning, whether you're a morning person or not, because by the afternoon, it's proven fact, like everyone gets freaking distracted. So money Mondays, money mornings. I call them money mornings because this, this particular thing I do every single morning Focus on making your money. That is like picking up the phone, sending emails, reaching out to people, whether it's sponsors, whether it's your clients, whether no matter what it is, Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning should be your money mornings. No one and nothing should get between you and your money. Okay. If you want to incorporate your health and fitness and wellness, which this is something now that I am looking at because I dealt with a, <clears throat> a sickness. I had uh, extreme anemia. I had a lot of things going on for like seven years now. I've now turned it around. I'm like, I'm like 80% there and I'm ready to get physical again. Let's get physical, <laughs> physical. So I'm ready to embark on that. So I'm having to shift my calendar, so to speak. To incorporate that so for me I prefer like noon time to do the work so as soon as my money my money tasks are done in the morning my morning my money mornings are done um, and completed then I can go into a two-hour break for fitness in the afternoon from like noon to two and um, but everybody's different you can do that in the morning so for you it might be that from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. right or yeah from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. That's your 
your health and wellness and your well-being. It could be you meditate. It could be you go to the gym and work out. It could be you go for a walk. Whatever it is in the morning, that could be, you know, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. can be your mental well-being. Um, and then, you know, from 8 to 9, you're having breakfast, you're getting ready, whatever it may be. And then by 9 a.m. to noon, you are making money. Then after like around 12, if you have a two hour break, like I described that I'm going to use mine for, for, you know, getting healthy. Um, you have a two hour break from, from noon to two, then from two to five is another three hours. Now you can sit there and you can be creative. So on Mondays, it might be marketing Mondays. It might be what can I do to market this side hustle that I'm trying to do? It could be just anything creative. And if you look at that every day, so then you go Tuesday, you know, health from six to eight, um, and then money making tasks from nine to noon, and then a two hour break to walk my dog, to take the kids to the park, whatever it may be. And then from two to three, get back at it on some level of maybe it's creating a side hustle. Maybe it's learning on Tuesdays. Maybe it's teachable Tuesdays. You know, whatever you need to name it, some quirky thing you need to name it so that you always remember. So you're not thinking like, well, today's Tuesday. What am I supposed to do? So Tuesday afternoon, it might be teachable Tuesday. You might sit there watching all the YouTube videos that are teaching you how to put programs together or teaching you how to make money. Um, you'll be able to check out my channel here pretty soon to learn all of these side hustles that exist for you to make passive income, um, things like that, right? And so then Wednesday, again, same thing. Wednesday is going to be, you know, health and fitness or whatever in the morning, six to six to eight. And then from nine to 12 is your money making mornings. And then from two to three on Wednesdays might be wealth building Wednesdays. Maybe you're going to, you're going to look at, you know, investments. Maybe that's when you go, okay, how's crypto doing? How's the stock market doing? You know, am I, do I need to put a hundred dollars here, $50 there, whatever it may be. That might be for Wednesdays. And then Thursdays, you know, rinse and repeat, you know, fitness from six to nine, six to eight, um, you know, money making activities from, from nine to noon. And then from two to three on Thursdays, it could be, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever you decide it to be, um, that's going to move you ahead. So if you're trying to start, you know, a, a design business or you're trying to start, you know, a bakery, whatever it may be, you might have an online store you want to do, you know, that's where maybe you get to work on that. Um, and you just decide, you know, or what's going to help you thrive. Maybe it's thrive Thursdays, find the name that's going to correlate with the day. And on Friday, by the way, you could be in a position that you are literally just having fun on Friday. You know, especially if you're working from home, <clears throat> you might be done with your task. Maybe you still want to work on, on Friday, you know, from nine to eight or from nine to noon and go to the gym from six to eight or whatever. Um, if you're self-employed though, you don't have to do that and you can go ahead and enjoy the day because you would have accomplished so much by creating those micro days that you can actually have Friday off because you're probably have, would have been more productive than if you just sort of sat there at your desk eight hours a day, Monday through Friday, believe it or not. And so if you could apply that in your life, you could even as if you're a mom listening to this, you need to then you, you're probably saying, Oh my God, but then I got to take my, my kids here and they got sports and they got baseball and then they got, you know, whatever it may be. That's fine. Plug that into your calendar first. 
because families first, families before money, families before everything. So plug those things in first and then build out your micro days around that. But make sure that the kids understand you bring them in to your you know living room or whatever and you have a family meeting and you say, hey, mom is creating a plan for herself. You guys are in my plan. I need to know everything. What days do you need to turn in projects? What date? Like get them to see you like prepare. And so if you know that they have upcoming projects and they need to go to Michael's and they need your help to build the volcano, whatever it is, like, you know, get all that stuff scheduled, you know, and um, that way you feel like you're being a good mother on top of it because I know we have like mom guilt and all these kinds of things. So we're telling the kids Shh, because I'm on the phone and all this kind of stuff. And so you can actually uh, really reduce that by a lot. If you get them on board with, okay, Timmy, I'm plugging you in on Tuesdays so that we can work on your volcano and we're going to do that around lunchtime. So we'll, we'll, you know, order pizza, whatever it is, or you'll make food. And from two, from noon to two, that's that two hour gap. Um, it's your time where I'm going to sit with you and I'm going to help you with your project. And they're going to be like, yay. Right. Um, and so you have these gaps in your day and, and I always recommend being done by five. Um, and then just really unplugging and spending family time or whatever it may be. So for me, it's the mornings. It's like, I'm really big on like, cause I don't go to the gym <laughs> in the morning. It's just like spending my time with my coffee or whatever it may be. Right. Um, you know, just whatever it may be. So you need to kind of get prepared, not kind of, you got to really get prepared in order to get unstuck. And it starts with that. It starts with you being able to organize your tasks and put everything in place and the, and giving everything its due time and space is huge. It's so huge. And it's a big sign of you respecting all of your blessings, all of your opportunity, all, all of your opportunities. You know, God gives you these ideas. And I, I really believe that if he puts it in you and it's like a fire burning in you that, you know, if you write this children's book, it's going to do well, whatever it is. I feel like he's already made it yours, but then we are tasked with figuring out how to cross that bridge from idea to execution to fruition. And this is the first step. This is the very first step. And the same thing with your relationships. And I'm not going to get too, too much into relationships because we could talk about that on the YDFL podcast. But even with a relationship, if the husband's working from home now, you know, maybe he's retired now, maybe he's working, you know, he's a workaholic, I would say get him on board and say, okay, here's what my week looks like. Like where, where's like we time? Where's us time? Um, plug it in, plug it in. I know it doesn't sound sexy or romantic to just plug in um, to pre-schedule things, but why not? Why not? You know? You have to be intentional about creating the ideal life that you always wanted. And one activity that you maybe you could do with your spouse or even with yourself or your team or whatever the, the area is that you're, you're stuck um, is just creating, getting a journal and or a piece of paper or a Word document or whatever and literally writing out if nothing, if life was perfect, what does your perfect day look like? 
if like you weren't tired, <laughs> if you weren't overwhelmed, you know, if money wasn't an issue, what does your ideal day look like? And I would, I would, and I guarantee you, it's probably going to look like 6 a.m. You're at the gym, you know, 8 a.m. You're making breakfast for the family, you know, it's going to look similar to that. And so, um, creating your ideal day on paper, <clears throat> if nothing would get in the way, what, what, what does that look like? And then modifying it to real life, right? And the fact that you have other people in your life, like maybe a spouse and children or whatever, the dog, you know, whatever it may be, and getting that organized and getting that structured and plugged into your calendar, plugged into your notebook, plugged into your phone alerts, all those things. Set the alarms. Noon comes, do, 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 there should be an alarm. Oh, guess what? Okay, fine. I'll just make this one call and then I'm done and like really be done. Don't say, oh gosh, I could put another hour in. Don't do that. Just really give yourself the time and space to just stop and then move on to the next thing. And the next thing is usually a break and family time and lunchtime with the girlfriends or meeting a friend for coffee, whatever it may be. Put all that into the plan. Again, you're creating your ideal day and you're doing it and it's going to create an ideal week. If you just start with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, cool. And even on those days, you know, plugging in, like I said, if you want to have coffee with the girls, maybe that's Friday, like whatever it is, start incorporating that. And eventually it'll become muscle memory. Eventually you'll be doing it so much that it'll just become a habit. And becoming unstuck is about becoming prepared. So you got to prepare, prepare for your joy. You got to prepare for your success in this last season two, that last episode, uh, episode one of season two. I talk about that. Are you prepared to succeed? And so when you put these things together and you create micro days for success, there's a gentleman named Ed Milet that I actually heard say this. Um, he was one of the first person, uh, first people that I ever heard say this. And he's very, very, very successful. And he started like in a one bedroom apartment in Chino Hills with like his wife or something like that. And now he lives in this massive estate, um, you know, on a cliff in Laguna Beach, just overlooking the ocean. Fantastic. He's, he's done very well for himself. But he recognized that he had this, he had to do this for himself. Clearly, there's attention issues there too. We all have them. But he likes to do things like golf and he likes to do things like enjoy his life. And so it's not always exciting to focus on your work, um, especially once you make your first million. Um, I can tell you it is like, okay, you feel like, oh, I'm gonna take a breather. And sometimes that breather is like too deep of a breath. <laughs> And so you have to really go, no, 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 no. I'm not going to loosen the belt buckle here because then I'm going to really overeat um, type of thing. And so you got to really put these things in place, um, form those habits, form those habits, and then be really honest with yourself about what you're looking to, what your ideal day is, because this is really led by peace. This is really led by just a complete sense of peace a complete sense of fulfillment, a complete sense of accomplishment. You can actually, you're going to do this and you're going to realize you're going to work for three hours, four hours tops, solid, making money every morning. And you're going to feel so freaking accomplished by noon. If you're in sales, you need to make all your calls by noon. Like, I don't care if it's an ocean of voicemails, get it all done by noon. You're going to feel so accomplished. Anytime we bring anybody on 
to our business, to our company. And, and it's a, in there, you know, we usually bring on um, outside salespeople. I tell them there's no reason why you need to still be working after, you know, 12 or one. There just isn't. If you really get focused, there isn't a reason um, to be doing that. Go enjoy your day, right? We all work from home. Go, go do that. So I wanted to share that with you this episode. I hope that this has resonated with you. Go to Barnes & Noble, go to Amazon, buy a really fun, you know, calendar, um, you know, make your own calendar, you know, online or, you know, with a Word doc or whatever it is, decorate it, print it out, you know, get it, you know, pasted or, you know, pinned or whatever to your kid's room, you know, a pin board in your kid's room and, and, you know, on the refrigerator, whatever you got to do so that everybody's on board and everybody understands, you know, especially the kids when they're like, oh, I have to ask mom a question. And, you know, somebody needs to say, well, look at the calendar really quick. Oh, no, this is her. This is her money making time. You know, this is money making morning. Um, I'll wait. I'll wait an hour. Get everybody on board. Everybody on board. And it will make everyone feel great because there's nothing worse than for a child to come and try to like, be like, mom, 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 you know, and then you're like, I can't right now. But if the kid is prepared and they can see, they have a tool that shows them, oh, okay, I just have to wait till noon or, you know, I have to wait till 8 a.m. when she's back from the gym though, you know, or 5 p.m. Think about it. There's three points in the day if you follow the schedule that they can kind of just wait. And if they wait by noon, they have two hours of you, right? <laughs> if they wait till five, they have you all for the rest of the day. Like, so really having those tools in place for your children is going to make things so much easier for them. When my kids were very little, I worked from home. I did a stint about six months where I worked from home. And, um, and my son, my youngest son was three years old. And I, I did a form of this with him. And I basically would put on, um, you know, VHS days, right? <clears throat> or DVDs too. And I would put on like a Disney movie and give him little snacks and then he would sit in his room and I, I the door was open so I, we can kind of see each other. And then I would just be making my phone calls um, and I would tell him when this movie's over, you know, come on up because I knew the movies were like an hour and a half. So he'd watch the movie and then he'd come on up and then be like, hi mom. And he'd whisper and I would tell him if I'm on the phone, you know, just tap me. You don't have to like say anything. And so then as soon as I get off the call, I knew it's break time. I'm going to do a 30 minute break. So for every hour and a half that he was watching you know, a Disney movie or whatever, I would then take a 30 minute with him and just like make him a sandwich or just talk with him or play with him or whatever to go for a walk or to the park, you know, in our community. And then I'd say, okay, got to get back to work. And then, you know, and then I would give him, you know, coloring books and little ta little things that he can, activities he can do. Sometimes he could do those right, right next to me and stuff like that. And then I would just watch the clock and be like an hour and a half. So as a mom with littles, I completely understand, but you got to get them on board to understand the cues. So being on the phone means, shh, right? As soon as I hang up the phone, they can talk normal, mom, da, 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 whatever, whatever. Setting up time blocks to go, okay, for this hour, I need you to read this book, quiet reading, and then I'll be on the phone. You, only you know what that day needs to look like in order for you to accomplish something and to also feel like you are giving your children the attention that they need, especially now with hybrid learning and, you know, they're at school for two hours and they're at home for the rest of the time. So I completely get it. Um, so just keep those things in mind. All things are possible if you just get organized and, um, <clears throat> and if you prepare. And when you have something in place, 
oh my God, the energy flows so awesomely and perfectly and wonderfully and you don't have anxiety. You're not overwhelmed. You don't have to day drink. I mean, day drinking is optional anyways during these days, but just keep that in mind. I hope that this podcast has really resonated with you. I hope that it's going to help you. I hope that it's going to ignite your ability to manage and say yes to more things in your life that are going to move you forward, move your family forward. So thank you so much for rejoining the podcast. I am your host, Rachel Medina. Don't forget to check out my website, rachelmedina.com and register your email so that you can be alerted when my coaching programs go live. I'm going to teach you a lot of things. I'm going to teach you how to make side money. I'm going to teach you a bunch of mindset things that you're going to need when you're building your business. So keep an eye out for that. Have yourself a wonderful week and thank you once again for tuning in.